Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Boggy Talk is recorded on Boggy Bayou in Niceville, Florida, and is hosted by Justin Wyatt and James Ross, pastors at Church on Bayshore. We typically want every matter of faith and life to have crystal clear answers, but it isn't always that easy. This podcast digs in to help Christians think with a kingdom mentality about topics that sometimes get muddy and bog us down. So let's dive in. Hey, and welcome to Boggy Talk. Hope you are having a great week, and we are ready to kick off this exciting conclusion of our series, Resolved. But before we do that, I'm going to say hey to James Ross, faithful co-host, lead pastor of Church on Bayshore. How you doing, buddy? If you listened last week to the end, you know how excited I am for the conclusion, because this hasn't yeah, you're been like, my favorite It hasn't been your favorite, but it's but been super practical. I- yeah, I think I, I yeah. anyway. <laughs> I think it's been, I think it's been good. So, well, you know, you know, well, 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 you know, it's well, just like you have sermons. You're like, yeah, you know, and there are worship what? songs. What Justin? <laughs> you know, or you have like worship songs. You're like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I just tell you, eh, I don't like that song. You can do it, but I don't like it. So, it's not much I actually told the whole church that one time about a song. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, more like Jesus. More yes, like James yes. does not want to be more like no, Jesus. No, no, I just. <laughs> don't like singing that song. I love that. Song. And the ones again mm-hmm. I, that are a little more like Jesus is my boyfriend. Yeah. Like, you don't Which do don't too see. many of those. Yeah. 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 I don't like uh, those either. Yeah. I don't think so. They would, they would bring you to tears, Justin, but no. yeah. Uh, anyway, no, I'm good. Uh, I have been resolved. We're six weeks into the year mm-hmm. and I, I've lost some weight and, um, you know, honestly, uh, plugging along and uh, kind of, you know, you know, I'm working on school. And so, man, I'm really enjoying it, but also ready to be done. You ever feel like that about something? Absolutely. It's like, I'm just ready. Like our friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. I just, I remember being, when I finished seminary, being like. It's like people in boggy talk. That's, they enjoy (laughs) it, but they're ready for it to be over. They're they're hitting that fast forward 30, (laughs) or fast forward 30. (laughs) Um, I think I remember feeling like when I graduated seminary, it's like, I can now read a book. Mm-hmm. I get to mm-hmm. choose what yeah. I'm going to read. Yeah. yeah, that's you just. It was good, but also glad it was done. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. There, there's a lot of things in life that are like that. Right? There, there so. are. That's just that is that is part of life. Yeah. yeah but how are you, man? Doing okay. It's the same like you know, keeping up with goals for the year. Uh, that was a that was a great Super Bowl, wasn't it? I, it was, and it the was. winner certainly yeah. played the best game <laughs> that's and scored right. the most points. That's right. They, they sure did such did. a good job. They sure did. And it, the halftime show was full of entertainment. Yes. <laughs> It sure was. It sure was. Anyway, but yeah, you guys are well? Yes, uh, we are. I think, you know, mid-February, kind of just in the groove for the year, I think. Um, yeah. What'd like you guys- we talked about last week, I mean, last week with time, there's always attention to manage and the craziness of time, but, you know, God is is faithful in it all. Just- what did you guys do for Valentine's Day last night? Um, you know, since we're pre-recording. <laughs> oh, you, like, you, you cut the tension. <laughs> you, you, set, you set it up. Yeah. Um, well, you could say you know we that don't, you didn't go we out. Don't, you could have said nothing. <laughs> we don't celebrate Valentine's because every day is Valentine's Day, ooh, right? Ooh, just kidding. Ooh, that is Christy Bly, but like, uh-uh. Yeah. Um, well, we... we I'm going to say we probably we're at home with our kids. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) So that's that's kind of, you know, that's, and that's okay. 
So yeah. we I don't just, celebrate Valentine's Day because I have two kids' birthdays in February, oh, so it's just yeah. too expensive to add a third thing in why, there. Yeah, why would you? So, hey, this week, <laughs> why would you? Why would why, you celebrate why? your wife? Uh, yeah. I mean, if <laughs> I were living- with so much if she- <laughs> If I were living that. my life to the fullest, oh, maybe man. I would be. You know, yeah. I'm I think getting good at these segues, aren't way I? To, way to segue. So we are talking about this week, this perspective change, so, uh, changing perspective and living life to the fullest. That is the fifth most common goal, live life life to the fullest. And of all the goals that are like people make, to me, this is like the least quantifiable. Yes. Like, what's yes. your goal for the year? YOLO. Like, the, you know, <laughs> I'm going to, you only live once, go live to the fullest. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what does that even mean? Yeah. Basically, you, you're you saying, my goal YOLO is to justify. YOLO because you have FOMO, right? <laughs> That's right. Okay. Ooh, you're, basically, ooh, you're saying your good. goal I'm and resolutions for the year this. is just to justify everything you want to do by I saying. I think that is it. Yeah. I also find it interesting that like, hey, what's your top five goals? Well, number one, I want to be less fat. Number two, <laughs> I want to be uh, more, keep, keep to my word more and do things better. Number mm -hmm. three, I want to have more money. Number four, uh, you know, I want to spend time wisely. And number five, I want to be happy. Yeah. Like I'd rather be thin and uh, unhappy. <laughs> yeah. That's the order of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd have more money, but not be happy. Yeah, like yeah. why, why is this the order? Shouldn't this be the goal of everyone? You know, just to live be, life don't to worry, the be happy. You know, that's the answer. Just don't worry and you'll be happy. Do, 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 do. Wow. Bobby McFerrin. There you go. Bringing it is back. Is that his name? Bobby yeah. McFerrin. Wow. Good job. That, yeah. But I think, you know, this is so like. <laughs> or, is that, or is that Matthew West song? <laughs> I heard that song it on K-Love. Like, Don't worry. It's a sin to worry. Be happy. That is a K-Love song. That is a that is, song. That's been played on K-Love. I'm sure it has. <laughs> K-Love. Or Destiny oh. Radio. Sorry. I'll offend the local people go. too. But <laughs> it's, yeah, it is. it's all the same. So like, what is it even? Even mean when people say live life to the fullest i really think that people just want when we say things like that live life to the fullest it's like do whatever you want to make yourself happy and how that is just not biblical yeah <laughs> like it really what jesus calls us to as christians like i get the sentiment of like live life to the like yeah like you like make the most of each day, yeah. but that's not really what people so mean. What I would say is, yeah, you said that's not what they really mean. If somebody says to me, I want to live my life to the fullest. And like, they're coming to me for advice on that. It's like, do you really want to live your mm -hmm. life to the fullest? Or do you really actually, are you just saying that because you want money, you want to be thinner, you want all these things? Because I think a lot of times we think of what Christ has for us, what God has for us, as antithetical to our mm. fulfillment. Yeah. But actually Christ said, I came so that you would have life and more, have it more abundantly. Mm -hmm. The problem then becomes we don't look to him for what abundant life is. We right. redefine it. That's the prosperity mm -hmm. gospel. And mm -hmm. also the American gospel is, is this twisting of, of God's will into really what our sinful desire is. Yeah. And we're not trusting God, mm -hmm. you know, that he really wants our joy and, and, and yeah. he does want our joy. Mm -hmm. So you just said a phrase, the abundant life. Yeah. So that I no, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, and yeah. That, so what would you say is the abundant life? Jesus. Yeah. It's Jesus. It's, mm. it's so, so, uh, I'm preaching on this coming up in just a couple of weeks. And Jesus says, not one who leaves me will, uh, you know, will not receive for leaves, brother leaves, whatever mm -hmm. for me will not receive, will not, not receive a hundredfold now in this time. 
Right. So I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. So he's saying we're going to get in this life a hundredfold. Mm-hmm. So is that the prosperity gospel, right? Is that right. mean, mm-hmm. hey, if I give God a dollar, mm-hmm. then I'm going to get a hundred bucks back. And it's been preached that way. Right. No, but for everything we give up, Christ and his presence mm-hmm. is going to reward us right. in, in a hundredfold way. Mm-hmm. But I think we, when we're in our fleshly desires, are just looking for fleshly desires instead of trusting Him. Right. Uh, we don't receive that. Mm-hmm. We're not open to that, you know. Um, and there's a lot of nuances there. But so I just really think that it's it's the Christ filled life. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and 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 I'm I'm you know don't take my word for it, but I will tell you that anytime I think I'm giving up, I'm losing yeah. by trusting God. I'm not. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Gaining. Absolutely. I think, you know, when we say abundant life and we've heard people, it's the abundant life. And what they mean is like you are prospering and like your business is going well and you're making money and your right, health is right. good. And, yeah. and that is not the abundant life. Like abundant life is, you said, Jesus, I would say it's like it is the fullness of of experiencing who he is yeah, and right. that all of his, who he is. All of his promises that are true. I mean, all of his promises are true, experiencing that. And, you know, that happens. Abundant life happens when, you know, life doesn't feel abundant or seem yeah. abundant. Oh, I think, yeah. You know what you said? And we, we talked about this with time and money and how, like, you know, Sabbath rest and tithing, how, uh, you know, those, like, it seems counterintuitive to say, like, the more you give, the more, like, you Sabbath, the more you rest, the more productive you are mm-hmm. because you're fueled it. And really, mm-hmm. almost, I think, like, the gospel is just paradoxical because it's like Jesus says, I mean, if you want to find your life, you have to lose it. Right. Yeah. And I think that is where we think we can find life. We can follow Jesus and find life mm-hmm. in other things. Yeah. And like those other things are good or can be, I should say, yeah. good and gracious gifts too. Yeah. They're, they're gifts of grace, you know, like family. It's a gift of grace that we have a family. Mm-hmm. Like that's one. But to find your fullness of life and what kind of pressure are you putting on other people to make you happy? Yeah, if your right. family yep, is your fullness right. of life. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I we read, you know, in the reading plan, the Bible reading plan we're doing, we talked about this in our life group in uh, Luke uh, chapter nine, the end of that, Jesus says, you know, he who puts his hand in the plow and looks back isn't fit for the kingdom. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, that was a verse, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that passage right there. And um, what you shared earlier just made me think of it was really for me a few years ago was something that God used to realize, help me see like I was like not really looking to him for abundant life. I was looking to people around me and circumstances and it's like just comfort. And I was like looking back at how good things have been and how good things were. And I really was like unwilling to change and move. And, you know, I was kind of like God leading us to this church in Deniceville. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't, mm-hmm. I like where I am. And mm-hmm. then God was like, show me that like Holy Spirit like illuminates this verse as I'm reading. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm neglecting the abundant life for what looks fine. Yeah. Right. And I think right. that's what we do in this. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just think we're settling, you know, I mean, I, I can't remember um, who said it, but they said that, you know, um, li- li- not gazing in the glory of God, you know, is like being in a chariot in the, in the pitch black darkness at night. You know, this is obviously written a long time ago and and looking at the lantern and and just staring at the light of the lantern instead of turning blowing the lantern off 
and looking at the wonders of the galaxy. Mm. And I just really think that's how a lot of people are living their lives. And, 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 you know, I think we, 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 we complicate the language here, but at the end of the day, I just think we think we don't trust that God created us to be happy. We don't trust that God knows what makes us find purpose. We don't find, we don't trust God, you know, and, and, Satan, the world has been tempting us that other things are, I mean, Satan, Satan is not a, come to us as the scary goblin. He comes to us in the forms of sex and he comes to us in the forms of money and he comes to us in the form of idolatry things, in the yeah. forms of things for our kids' life that we think we want and the forms of uh, romantic love that we think we deserve. I mean, all kinds of these ways. And it, it's just, he's succeeding, you know, he's succeeding specifically in our context of alluring the church away from the treasure of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And and I think the answer the church has given has been like, well, stop doing all that stuff and be unhappy with us for Jesus. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I don't know why I do these stupid voices, but <laughs> that's, what, it sounds that's like. what I hear, you know, yeah. I'm sure somebody scarred me in my childhood, but <laughs> like, you know, I love Piper, Piper, John mm-hmm. Piper writes about being a Christian hedonist. And I, you know, I think that language is kind of weird, yeah. but, but what he's saying, and he's saying like, we're finding pleasure mm-hmm. in God. God is our ultimate pleasure. Mm-hmm. And, and what the quote by him, that's probably the most famous quote is God is most glorified in us when we mm-hmm. are most satisfied in right. him. Like that's what God wants from us to mm-hmm. be satisfied in him. But God, God is good and perfect in his character. So what he wants for us is actually always what is best for mm-hmm. us. Absolutely. And I think for us, like that's that's a great point. Like what he wants for us is what's best. And I think like what we do so often is like that's not our ultimate goal. Like we're we like want to experience, like we want to mm-hmm. honor God and we want mm-hmm. the abundant life, but we think abundant life is going to come. Like when we go back through the, all these goals that we've talked about these past few, these resolutions, like abundant life is going to come when I get healthy. Yeah. The abundant life is going to come mm-hmm. when I have more money or have more time. And that is not how abundant life is going to come. Yeah. Abundant life is resting in Jesus. And that's going to affect all right. these other things. Because right. here's, you know, if you get the healthiest you've ever been, yeah. God doesn't approve of you more. Yeah. And if you get more money and give more money away than you ever have, like yeah. God doesn't approve of you more. Right. The same, like you could be the most efficient proactively scheduled person and make time for everyone in your life who needs time from you. And God doesn't approve yeah. of you more. Like his approval of, of you is his, cause you right, were right. sealed with the Holy spirit yeah. because of the blood of Jesus. Yeah. And that abundant life is then what fuels us to say, no, I want to use all these things God's given me, have goals, all that cetera, be resolved to leverage it because I want to, I want to bring him more glory. Not, yeah see the abundant life in these things. You know, it and it produces quick followings and quick um, uh, excitement to preach those things. Like, and man, so many churches, and I think it's been since the beginning of time because Paul warned about those who seek godliness as a means of gain and mm-hmm. they they twist the scriptures. First uh, Timothy 6 talks about that. First Timothy 3 talks about that yep. um, and other places. But yeah, it's just become so commonplace in so many churches to like, you know, and we're doing this resolve series at the beginning of the year, like that they just talk about how to be healthier and they talk about how to have more money. And look, 
there's nothing wrong with being healthier. I, I want to be healthier. And it's a goal, right? There is nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with having more money. There is nothing wrong with uh, being more organized and efficient and successful. There is nothing wrong with mm-hmm. wanting to be a better steward of your time. Like all that stuff is good, but like you're not going to be complete until Christ is your treasure because you, that's why you sell a treasure, your, your field. Like mm-hmm. it's that valuable that uh, somebody would sell everything they have for it because it's worth the kingdom of God. And I think, I mean, excuse me, it's worth everything. The kingdom of God is worth everything. Mm-hmm. I think like the reason people aren't willing to be all in is because they don't see the value of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And then it's foolish to live your, it looks foolish to live your life for the kingdom of God when you don't see the value of that field, that treasure hidden in the field. That is absolutely right. You know, I think one of the reasons that we are like, I want my best life, I want to be better, is because we don't really trust that eternity is better than now. Yeah, I know. You know, and I think that eternal perspective is huge for us. And, you know, we if we really believe that all of God's promises are true— Mm-hmm. And that they are all yes in Jesus. Like mm-hmm. then we know that what's coming, you know, is is better. Yeah. And so we're not seeking to suck everything out of this life. Yeah. And in fact, it frees us to not do that because, right. like, I may never have that. I never may be that. But you know what? I've got a King mm-hmm. who loves me, mm-hmm. and I will be with Him for eternity, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be. Amazing. Yeah. And I made the joke about FOMO, but I mean, yeah, I mean, that really is it. Like, I think a lot of Mm. people are like, have this fear of missing out on this life as they follow Christ. Mm -hmm. But what if you miss out on the ones coming? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I just think a lot of people, even who claim Christ's name and are trying to live the abundant life, like Jesus said, you've received your reward in full. Mm -hmm. So you're rewarded. Like, Hey, if you're trying to live, you know, an earthly abundant life, like, um, that isn't of Christ, then you will get rewards on this earth, but you receive your reward in full. But, you know, I, I struggle a little bit because like, I just see the kingdom, the gospel continues to grow me and make me less and less in love with the things of this world. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't struggle with that. And, and I think I know a lot of other believers. So it is challenging for me that there are professing believers who, who that's not happening in, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but part of it might be discipleship. I don't know. I mean, God's grace is big. Um, yeah. I mean, but, if he can change us and he's changing us, not that we're perfect, like he can change anybody. That's I'm like, yeah, God can change yeah. this in me. He can change it in anybody. Yeah. But, you know, so, so abundant life, like life to the fullest perspective change. Like I would say the disciplines of a Christian are the things we should be doing. Like mm-hmm. we should be worshiping corporately regularly mm-hmm. with a group of believers, you know, where Christ is exalted and we are reminded of what heaven is like, mm-hmm. and that should be our job. Like right. to, Hey, this is not your home. Right. This is what you're living for. Mm-hmm. Remind people weekly. Right. And so, and then, you know, grow, be in the word, let it shape you be with mm-hmm. other believers who are, are holding you accountable. And, and, and I think like, you know, share how you feel. Right. Like, it's okay to say, I'm really struggling with, I see so-and-so going on the cruise, Disney cruise. And, you know, I, I want to save all my money up and not give the Lord. And, and, you know, I want to do this because I want to go on the Disney cruise. And, um, and somebody say, thanks for sharing that. It's not okay that you're that driven by right. that. Like, it's not okay that, <laughs> yeah. you know, you would, you would, you would not be all in for Christ because you want to do something mm-hmm. for five days or you want, right. you know, your kids experience something like. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with going on a Disney cruise. I'm just saying 
when those things are driving us. Mm-hmm. So I think we when need that kind of community. Um, and then I think we need to be people who serve. I think mm-hmm. if you are a servant, um, I don't like, you know, I serve in our kids ministry, uh, you know, and it's not always, I don't always come with a glad heart, but by being committed to serving others, uh, it does something, you know, yeah. in my heart uh, Absolutely. on a regular basis. And then give, I mean, where your treasures are, your heart will be also. And then I do think like reach, and I'm going through our discipleship essentials. I think that um, by being someone who shares the gospel and builds relationships with people, like as a believer, it just makes you so aware of how, like how empty people are without Christ, mm-hmm. but then what a treasure we have, you right. know? Mm-hmm. And and, you're, and he said he'll be with you. Right. Like he says All he'll be time. with you as you do what he says. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you want to experience it, do what he says, right? Yeah. And I think like you want to experience the abundant life, like walk with Jesus and do what he said. I think you will. Like, it's like, it's not like there's like five steps and then you're going to achieve abundance. It's like, you're going to experience abundant life as you're like walking with him. And as, as you go and as you follow and as you obey and, you know, like, and it's, it's just so good. Like, it's so good to trust in him. He's like, it's just so good. And I think one of the things we don't realize is just how much as as Christians, just how much we're like the world in this. You know, like our goals, are our goals really any different? And are our motives mm-hmm. and our goals really any mm-hmm. different? Well, they Hello, should be. Hello, church pastors. <laughs> you know, they should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. pastors are, can be the worst at this because yes. it's like, we want to grow our organization. Grow, yeah, you know? and it's like, we want to grow. There's that voice again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. In this too. But it really, really The other guy be, was less educated from earlier. <laughs> it's okay. all about success and numbers yeah. and feeling good. And it's like, no, it is about the kingdom. And, you know, yeah. Paul says this, don't be conformed yeah. to the patterns of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so I would say to us, if we're pursuing the abundant life, like, are the goals we've made, is our motive and our goals any different from someone who yeah. made the same goal who doesn't know Jesus? Well, and it should be. You know why we've adopted? You know why I serve in kids ministry? You know why I have people I'm intentionally building a relationship with so they'll see Christ is because I know that's the abundant life. Mm. And you know how I know that's the abundant life? Because as Christians, we say we're following Jesus. What did Jesus do? Mm-hmm. He served. Served. He came so that the lost would be found. Mm -hmm. And when we follow him in that, Mm -hmm. we are experiencing the abundant life. Yeah. There is just something about Mm -hmm. um, when you realize your life should be to that end. And and it's the worshiping and growing part, like that, that that fuels the serving and reaching Mm -hmm. and giving away part. Like, and it's this, and then as you do that, you're like, man, I can't, I'm going to burn out. I need to worship and grow. Like it's just, and I just, if that's you, like that's the abundant life. And I'm not saying it's easy every day. And I'm not saying there aren't days you don't want to give up. I think Paul experienced that. Mm -hmm. The apostle Paul, I I think Christ in his humanity, not in his sin and his humanity was like, if there's any other way, right? But nevertheless, your will be done because mm-hmm. yeah. I am want to be one with the Father, and I just mm-hmm. I, that's abundant life. That's right. life to the fullest. And there's just so much free. Like I'm yeah, sorry, there's, there's so, so much, much freedom. Like yeah, freedom in this place. I, I don't want to get into debates about whether people should go on this vacation or that vacation yeah. or listen to it. Should have listened to the halftime show and enjoyed it as much as I did <laughs> or not. You know, like I just 
There's so much freedom if right. you're doing the things God's called you to yes, do. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it's like, you know, that's for abundant life too. And as you're saying that, I was thinking like, it's just the beauty of being in a, in a church like ours where we have multiple, many generations. Yeah, and I think yeah. there are some great examples. You know, not everyone who's older is a great example. And they, I think, you know, everyone who's older would agree with that. Um, but I think we have some great examples. And you think about like, who are the people you look up to and want to be like, they're people who were doing what you just said, mm -hmm. you know, like, who do you want to be like? Well, they're, they're the people who I can think of in, in my head as I, they, they see their faces. They're people who worship, who, mm -hmm. who loved you, who, who prioritize the faith family, who, who are growing and have, who are serving, who are reaching, who are generous. And like, those are the kind of people you want to be like. You're not thinking about people who aren't these. And you feel like when, when you're around the Roger Barrett's, you know, when, when you're around the Ernie De La Contreras, when you're around um, the Mary Wrights, when you're around, the, there's you just, you leave. Mm -hmm. Like knowing this person loves God, but they love me. They value me. Like, mm -hmm. and, and that's what God wants us to do in people's lives. Like he wants us to just show them a glimpse of yeah. how valuable they are to yeah. him. Yes. And, and he's, he's told us we get to be partners in that. Mm -hmm. Like he could just save people. Yeah. Right? He could just be just like, I'm going to save people. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to use you <laughs> to do that. Isn't that a terrible plan? <laughs> like, it know? is a terrible plan. I mean, <laughs> like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean, if Lord? I were coming up with a plan. <laughs> right. I wouldn't pick me. I'd be like, uh. But it shows next. how good he yes, is. Yes. Because like only he can do it. Like only he could use us and not just us, but like everyone he's using. Only God could do that. And, and bring fruit, you know, the yeah. abundant life, man. Yeah. He's just so good. Yeah. Uh, he's just so good. So, Hey, you know, the abundant life, if you're like, what is that? We want you to, we want to talk to you. Like mm -hmm. if you're struggling with like, you think you're doing this, but you're not experiencing, let's talk, let's, let's realize it. And you know, um, what we're going to be talking about the next few weeks, we, we talked through some of our discipleship, well, we talked through all of our discipleship essentials, worship, grow, serve, give, reach. Uh, you know, as we wrap it up, resolved, Hey, next, next week, we are going to be kicking off a new uh, series really on the good, the bag, and the ugly of the church. The bag? The bag. I, I'm like, Mommy, I need some water. The good, oh, okay, the bad, sorry. You and want the my ugly. giant jug? You want me <laughs> That's to right, back? yeah. Okay. If only there was water around somewhere. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly of church. Uh, kind of like peeling back the curtain of what goes behind, going behind the scenes, you know. We're we may of, lose our jobs <laughs> <laughs> from this buggy talk. Yeah. But we're going to be talking about worship growth, like uh, the aspects of serving, giving, reaching that are like, hey, you got questions. So we, you know, uh, it, it'll be interesting, actually, yeah, to we're say just the least. But trying to be pretty be transparent, and transparent about, about like you know the struggles, not just that we have as as individuals and pastors and as leaders, but really the struggles that the struggles that churches have had for a, for yeah, you know since yeah. the church began like, uh -huh. are these things. So it's our our problems aren't necessarily new problems. Yeah. It's just their problems part of, part again of in the 21st century. Is like we realize that. You know, some of you, like you're, you're hearing us talk about this, and you have all these kind of like objections about the institutionalized church and all that. And um, we just want to be like Eminem in the movie Eight Mile. Oh, and we just want to go ahead and say all the problems up front, like the things you could say bad. So you don't have those excuses that's anymore. That's right. No, taking so, away every excuse. That's what we're calling it. Taking that's what away he did in his rap battle. You know, he, he just said all the things they could say about him. So then the guy, 
rapping against him had nothing to say. And then so you, we're just going to do that. Yeah, just say it all so that you sound silly. I've just been super serious this podcast, so I got to kind of wrap it up with being <laughs> uh, kind of goofy. and rap, you want to wrap us out? No. <laughs> oh, no. man. Well, come on. Come on. Live life to the fullest. Yeah, I know. I You've know. I want, I am here to serve others <laughs> and add value to their life. And so uh, they do not want to hear that. Well, even though this hasn't been James Ross's Oops, favorite series. That hey, should be Turn your phone off. It's somebody named yeah. Potential Spy. Um, oh wow! Do you know him. You know people Spanish. in Spanish. Uh, you know, I uh, this hasn't been your favorite series. I think it's been good. I hope it's been fruitful uh, and practical and helpful. So if hey, you need to flesh out any of this, yeah, reach yeah. out and let us mm-hmm. know. We are here for you. Tune in next week. What, oh, you about to say something? No, I was just gonna say I have never said abundant life that much in a thirty abundant minutes. Abundant life. I mean, it's like life. I'm at a prosperity church. <laughs> like they just the abundant life, the abundant life. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah, if Jesus. your church says that a lot, you might want to find a new church. But yeah, it's all good. Hey, Abundant life Maybe is in Jesus. Context. And on that note, <laughs> trust in him. Yeah. Amen. Live that abundant life this week. <laughs> trust in Jesus. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.